1: Thanks for tuning in to the Retirement Pathfinder podcast. We got a lot to talk about today, and it's all about the positivity. It's a holiday season, so we're talking about finding silver linings in the unfortunate financial situations that we always come across because it happens in our day-to-day life. Financial life is just like your regular life. You're going to come across circumstances that you're not ready for, not prepared for, but we want to help you find those silver linings, and we'll do so with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky, as we always
0: do. How are you all today?
2: I'm great. How oh, are we're you, Ben? doing been?
0: great. Uh, yeah, hopefully we're going to do better coming up too. Uh, why is that? Ben, it's it's deer season, oh. gun season coming up this Friday, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, you. Uh, we talked about it a
1: little bit, I think, on, on a previous podcast. We had bow bow season, right? But now gun season begins. Yep.
0: yep, it's gun season, either black powder season or uh, handgun season or shotgun season. In Illinois, <laughs> uh, we don't use rifles; we use uh, shotguns and and the lower uh, velocity type weapons. So. But, uh, yeah, I was pretty excited. I stepped out the door this morning to get in the car to come to work and, uh, looked out in the backyard and there was that big old eight point buck that I've been looking for here for the last six oh, months. Man. There he was. So I've got my dibs on him provided one of my neighbors doesn't, uh, track him down <laughs> first. So is that oh, your, are you
2: taking Friday off?
0: What's that Friday? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to take Friday off. <laughs> so and hopefully you, he's still you, around. Hopefully he'll be there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, good luck with that. Is that your goal for this, uh, this hunting season to, to track that one down or do you have, uh, additional goals?
0: Yeah, I no that's uh I want to I want to get a big one. Last year I, I uh, probably passed up on six or seven other deer, you know, and I ended up with no meat in the freezer. Yeah. Uh, because Mr. Big didn't come along. But this year I'm going to I'm going to try to pack the freezer so we have some meat on the table and um and hopefully the the big one will still be there.
1: Well, great. Hope he'll be able to give uh, Barbara a gift for Christmas full of uh, venison, maybe.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to (laughs) pass some of that stuff.
2: Oh, my gosh. The tools he's got this year, there's no excuse, Ben. (laughs) He's got a house out there to sit in and wait. He could probably sleep in there. And, uh, when,
0: yeah, a tree stand, it's enough. You could run a party yeah. in that thing.
1: Yeah. A lot of pressure, yeah. Phil. A lot of pressure to deliver yeah, I know. this. <laughs> I have got to produce. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Well, oh. Barbara and Phil, if you haven't joined us before, they are the retirement income planning specialists at Pathfinder Wealth Management. They serve all of Rockford. So, you know, you can find them online at PathfinderWealth.com or you can call them 815 399 9806. And they always have a lot of great information to provide us. And, you can tell they're optimists by the way that uh, they've talked on this episode, and, and that's why we're turning to them to help us find silver linings today uh, in an unfortunate financial situation. You know, nothing goes as smoothly as we have planned, so we want to take these negative circumstances and turn them into positives to help these retirees and pre-retirees find that silver lining in the midst of a tough situation. It's not about what life hands you. It's about how you react to it, and that's what we want to try to figure out today, so Let's start off with this situation, one that we see a lot more these days, and that's when your company forces you into an early retirement.
2: Yes, uh, I'll take that one too, Ben. Well, you know, hopefully you'll receive a decent severance, but that's not always the case. So now's the time you can actually ask yourself, do you really love your job? I had a mm. client recently that had, had left a 40-year manufacturing job, and they went into driving a truck and he loves it. So it's an opportunity for you to get out of the line of work that you've been in for so long and maybe try something new. But here's what's important about all this is, are you ready to retire? Meaning, you know, no more income. So that's living off of your investments, your 401ks, your pension, your your social security. And then the question is, can you successfully do that? You need to know what your future looks like. So if you don't know, now is a good time to meet with a qualified retirement planner. You can give us a call at 815-399-9806. But I will tell you this, and that is do not rush into taking Social Security right away. That may or may not be a good opportunity and may be a good time for you to actually take Social Security. It may make sense to wait. Maybe you'll need to work part time. And are you married? Is your spouse going to be working? So many people don't want to retire and just sit there and do nothing, especially a lot of us baby boomers that have been working since we were a teenager. The idea of just retiring, going home and sitting in the rocking chair probably not something that too, too many of us want to do. Phil tried that a couple of years ago with a semi-retirement coming here just a few times a week and, and he found that that's something he actually didn't enjoy.
0: No, I really didn't. I mean it's kind of funny because I've been telling people how to prepare for retirement and I get there myself and, and guess what? I run out of things to do that were meaningful to me and I actually found out that what I enjoyed the most was what I had just left so why why retire from something you do and so we came back in and and uh, enjoying it having the greatest time of my life in fact it's funny some of my clients have asked me well what are you really retired now or what are you doing and I said well I'm working harder now and enjoying it more than I ever did
2: yeah back in the trenches with Absolutely. all the classes we did last year I would say so
0: I think we did something like 30 classes last year we did we? yeah
1: well, you know, the old saying is, you know, when one door closes, a window opens. So that's uh, definitely one way to look at it if you're forced into well an early said. retirement. There's a lot of options still out there for you. So don't don't hang your head over it for too long. The next unfortunate situation, and, you know, put a positive spin on this one for me, you just found out that your life insurance premiums are going up.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting one, Ben. Uh, you know, where's the silver lining in that? Because you get a, a premium statement in the mail saying, okay, your policy is is it increasing in premium? Well, here's the, the first biggest silver lining or positive that I see in this is, you didn't need to use the benefit, you're still alive, how about <laughs> that, huh? That's a good a one, positive. Yeah. That's a positive. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, you're still with us and that's a good thing, so you beat the odds. Another plus uh, could be that life insurance premiums normally only increase when you are paying for term life insurance. Or maybe the pure mortality of a universal life is going up. Now, if it's a plan that has ended and they offer you a higher rate, that means that you're automatically guaranteed coverage. That's a positive. That's a real silver lining there because regardless of your current health, they'll reinsure you. So if you need the coverage, but you're uninsurable, here's your opportunity. So that's a plus. That really is a very good thing. We've seen that happen to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So having some kind of insurance, and you can actually reduce down the face amount, you don't have to have the same face amount, and uh, reduce your premium down as well, but it's automatic insurability, so that's a great thing. Of course, the the greatest and most ideal silver lining that I think worth mentioning is that maybe you've saved enough money in your 401k plans, your IRAs, or other investments, which now take the place of the insurance. You know, So if you remember that life insurance is purchased to create an immediate estate If you don't have one. So if you're younger and you're just getting into the workforce or you're middle-aged, you're just starting to put money away in 401ks and you die prematurely, you have no estate. So that life insurance is there to create that estate. But if you've accumulated $500,000 or a million dollars in your 401k, now life insurance becomes an option and you don't have to renew it if you don't want to. It's there for you if you need it, but it's an option. And that's a good thing. That's what happens is that we want to be able to replace that life insurance with the cash.
2: Yeah, those and uh, you know I always say life insurance is for the right reasons. Right. And for sometimes it does make sense to just to just give up those policies, but uh, there's a couple things that I'll just mention. And you know, if uh, one of the things is that if you're self-employed, you can do an advanced strategy whereby where you can hold a policy and your plan will pay the taxes when you retire and not you. Um, I will say do not do this type of plan on your own, but I call some of these uh, strategies mega rough strategies. So it depends on what you want to do with your estate and your kids when they inherit it. I had met with uh, clients earlier this year. One couple and they wanted to pass on as tax free as much tax free wealth as possible to their two kids because, like he said, who knows what tax base will be by the time they're both gone? And so we looked at a Roth, but uh, we also looked at life insurance. And for them, a Roth made more sense. And a Roth, of course, is tax free. Also, life insurance is tax-free, but uh, Mm -hmm. there are a few that can benefit that are self-employed and take advantage of a tax-free retirement dollars with the concept that I had mentioned, and that's uh, the plan paying the taxes. So again, I always say life insurance is good, but it's good for the right
1: reasons. We all pointed out some great silver linings so far. Now I've got a tough one for you. Okay. And this is one, again, that we're seeing a lot more of. Uh, Your company does away with your pension and decides to give you a lump sum buyout instead. Where's the positive there?
2: Hmm. Well, that's not a bad decision to get a lump sum because now you control the money. So if something happens to you and your spouse, now the money can go to your kids because there are not a lot of pensions that will pay out to non-spouse beneficiaries. And now if it's invested properly, it's going to continue to grow and beat inflation. And just as a side note, private pensions have a static payment, so they never increase, which means they don't keep pace with inflation. But now you have the whole universe of investment selections that you wouldn't have with your 401k. So now you move that into an individual retirement account, an IRA for you. But if you're going to continue to work, there are some companies that will allow incoming transfers to their 401k plan. But more often than not, it makes sense for you to just move that to an IRA. That way you control it. You have the entire universe of investments out there. Now, I will tell you, if you're taking on another job, save in your current 401k plan by all means. But you may be best to just move this old 401k plan into an IRA. And then this lump sum does remain tax deferred. And the account is accessed in a retirement based on your needs and a plan. We always stress, Phil and I always stress having a retirement plan. Make sure that you have a plan plan in place.
0: Yeah. You know, it's so important to consider uh, if they, the company offers you a pension by way of a lump sum buyout or a lump sum payout, take it. Take that money. Why? Because if that pension remains with the company and the company fails, and that particular pension plan is underfunded, guess what happens to your pension? It's underfunded as well, and you could end up with no pension. Hmm. So we often encourage our clients to make sure, and there's a huge number of companies that are underfunded, a huge number of companies that have failed in their in their business plan and as well as their pension plan. And the PBGC, which is a pension benefit guarantee association or corporation, can only really ensure those pensions probably pennies on the dollar. I don't know if anybody out there that's lost their pension through a collapsed plan that got made whole on the entire pension. Do you, Barb?
2: No, that is a good point. I I have a client that that happened to actually right in Rockford. The company folded, had a Base here for many, many years, and they, they folded, and he ran into that. Luckily, yep. he was a saver, so he wasn't really hurt too bad by him and his wife. But So that's exactly what he's receiving, his pennies on the dollar. But I think sometimes people think with this pension, and because they've got this pension benefit guarantee corporation that, that's going to stand behind their pension, that they're going to be re- reimbursed dollar for dollar. No. And that's just not the case. <laughs> it's, it's a fraction.
0: It really is, yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate for those people. I think United Airlines had uh, collapsed in their particular yep, pension that's plan. that's another one. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a tough situation, but there are silver linings that you can find. The last one is uh, especially tough for somebody late in their career, but that's when your company gets bought out, and all of a sudden you're you're kind of stuck having to to get used to the new management and kind of find your way in a new company. It can be very difficult.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that one's a mixed bag. Um, You know, let's talk about it from a positive standpoint. Okay. Well, you know, Ben, if it looks like um, the the, the new owners are going to retain you, you know, you're going to keep your job, what a blessing that is. You're not going to be put out on the the curb. You know, obviously the company values uh, your skills and you're an asset to them uh, as far as your ongoing success. And so that is really a blessing. That's something that's worthwhile Keeping, you know, just because you don't know or understand or are familiar with the new management doesn't mean that it's uh, your world is coming to an end. You know, yes, life will change. Maybe your hours will change. The job description will change. You may be asked to do two jobs instead of one. You know, so if you consider that job as being an important part of your your life in terms of the income, you need to really see that as a blessing and, and look at it from a positive standpoint. Now that you have new owners, you can also show them that, hey, you are worth something that's in excess of your salary. And so there might be better opportunities for you as management learns from you and learns your skills. They need to learn how to run that company. And who can they better learn it from than their employees? And so that's something else that we want to emphasize is that it's also positive. You're a value to that company. There are opportunities that they can uh, offer you as time goes on. But let's look at the other side of this too, Ben. Uh, So you've been with that company for 30, 35, maybe 40 years, and the company sells out. And here comes the new owner. And, uh, you know, do you really want to undergo the stress of new owners? Now, I say stress kind of loosely here because, you know, it's a change, no doubt about it. But here's the deal. Now you're in a position where you put money away in 401ks or investments, and you have Social Security to look forward to. The only reason why you stayed with the old company was because they treated you well and you were loyal to those owners. But now, with a new regime coming in, you have an opportunity to retire with no regrets. So pull the trigger. (laughs) Now's the time. You don't have to go through a, a big change in life. If you're set up financially to take care of yourself, nothing wrong with retiring when the company is sold.
2: Well, you know, one of the things I was just thinking of too, Phil, is that there's a there are some companies that will do an easing into retirement schedule. There's a, one local company that I know mm-hmm. does this, and then that, that you're going down part time work, but you know, just getting you acclimated to retirement slowly. So I think that's a good thing for some too, rather than just full blown. You know, you're you're out the door and and no longer a paycheck. But I think of something else too, and that is I say be cautious, and because sometimes with new management. They like to clean house. Yes. So mm-hmm. just, you know, cover yourself if you're still in your working years. And by that, I mean, update your resume, but just, you know, be prepared. And like you said, Phil, depending on how the company was run previously, new management could be a very good thing moving forward. Yes. But the silver lining, uh, the positive thing is that you do have an eligible 401k to roll over and that can be rolled over and into an IRA for you.
0: Exactly. No, that that can be controlled by you from that point forward and uh, give you a lot of opportunities to grow that account until the day that you really decide that you want to start tapping into it and taking out to supplement your retirement income.
2: Yeah, with better investment selections. Absolutely.
1: Well, a lot of great information. I think the biggest takeaway for me is, you know, there's going to be situations where you feel like, you know, all is lost or it's really damaged your financial situation, but there are positives and there are ways to turn your situation into a positive. And it's really easier too if you have somebody you can lean on like Barbara and Phil, a financial advisor that can kind of walk you through this and show you what other options are available to you, how you can invest that lump sum instead of having that monthly pension. There's a lot of different things to consider. So make sure you, you reach out to somebody like Barbara and Phil, and you can do so with Pathfinder Wealth Management. If you're in the Rockford area, give them a call. 815-399-9806, or find them online at pathfinderwealth.com. You can use their website for resources or to book an appointment and go sit down with Barbara or Phil and talk about some of the things we talked about. Or if you have a situation that you're struggling with that you want to try to figure out workarounds, they'll be there to help you out with that. So we appreciate the positivity today, guys. It was uh, It was a lot of fun looking at these negatives and taking them and spinning them into positives there you go yes mm-hmm.
2: yeah we're always uh sometimes preaching over at this end so, so yeah, that's all there, right there are some positives that we we covered today so that was good
1: well hopefully uh the silver lining for you uh phil will be you'll find that buck this weekend when you head out into the woods
2: <laughs>
0: i'm thinking positive about that ben i really
1: am <laughs> you got to mm-hmm.
2: i i think he will
1: <laughs> we'll be looking for the update next time we speak to you
2: Sounds good, Ben. Thanks for listening.
1: Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, please, and and leave a review and rating for us. We'd love to hear from you and uh, and make sure you do that so you can get everything delivered to your, your phone as soon as we release a new episode. We do so every other week. So thanks for listening to The Retirement Pathfinder. We'll talk to you next time.